The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Hey, it's Monday. It's 2.05. Thanks for joining us, Jalen and Andrew, on the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. Hope everyone had a great weekend. I know I did. Yours uh, went well, I hope. It was good. It was busy. Yep. Mine too. It was busy. Yeah. A lot of things going on. Yeah. I wasn't uh, working busy, but I was busy. Went to see Halloween, by the way. Yeah. Saturday night. Uh, Can I save you the trip? Oh, I won't go see it. Because you think it'll scare you? I don't like scary movies. Well, then you'll love Halloween. It's not scary. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. As I tweeted that night, I think the scariest thing about that movie was the script. It's pretty bad. It did set some records, though, over the well, weekend. Well, it did very well, and not surprising, given the time of the year and and, and all of that. Um, but what is this, the, the 15th edition of this movie or something? Well, like if you're going to go see it, I, and this is not a spoiler. In fact, it's whatever the opposite of a spoiler is. Um, go understanding that it's a sequel to the original and that they ignore all the storylines in between those two. So where she had a son at one point, she doesn't in this movie, where different things had happened in between those two, they haven't happened. So it's an odd way to do it. Um, So any storyline that you... But she's aged 50 years. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, that makes sense. If you only saw the first one and you saw this past one, it's in order and it makes sense. If you saw any of them in between, you'll be watching this one going, well, wait a minute, what, what happened to, why doesn't the, I thought we thought that, you know, that kind mm. of thing. So uh, here's the good news though. Uh, it had the biggest opening in history for a movie with a female lead over 55, because Jamie Lee Curtis is 60 next month. Second biggest opening in October ever mm. uh, behind Venom, which only, uh, which opened with 80.2 million just a few weeks ago. And it also marks the second biggest debut for a horror movie behind last year's It remake, which had $123 million. Now, did you, you you went to see the It thing, didn't you? That I was did. the one with the clown? Yeah. Was it scary? Yeah, it was. And it was well done. And it was a good remake. I, I saw the original. It's funny now to watch the original and then see this. It's so much better. Like, like what are the scary, scary movies out there anymore. I heard there was that the nun one and some people were saying well, that I it saw was that. quite bad and yeah, quite scary. Well, you know, here's the thing. Every time a movie comes out and it's anticipated and, you know, a big blockbuster movie, you almost always hear immediately that it was a disappointment. But when you stop and think about it, has there been a movie out in the last, I don't know, 10 years that wasn't kind of a disappointment? I mean, when was the last time a movie came out that you just went, you know what? Perfect. That was well done. Perfect. Mm, I thought Star is Born was pretty close I've to that. that. I've was, heard was, that. Was, yeah, was was that. I, I still can't stop thinking about that movie, and it's been a couple of weeks. Um, but there was another one. Someone said the other day that people were passing out during the film, that they were so scared. At Halloween? And I don't know if it was Halloween or if it was something else. I don't know what, what it was. Well, I did drift off a couple of times. <laughs> Not sure if that's the same thing. Could be that it was the late night. It was the well, late Well, it was movie, at 11 Andrew. o'clock in the VIP theater. So, yeah, there was a couple of drinks involved, but still... It, it just plotted along. Okay, so it wasn't... Uh, it, it's, uh, Black Klansman, that would certainly be a movie that would rank up there with really well done. Mm. Have you seen it? Really good. Is it scary? N- well, 
scary uh, on a social level, not, yeah, scary on a, you know, horror movie level. I mean, there is, I'm not saying there isn't any I good movies. I don't like but, horror movies. Right. Um, I think the very last one I watched was probably the first edition of Halloween when I was about 12 or 13 years old, hiding under the blankets during a volleyball party. At Mrs. Coulterman's house? If I might. Yeah, no. And I, I've never written a movie myself, nor have I, you know, adapted a book of any kind for the big screen, but I've watched a few. And here's my recommendation to anybody writing a movie, a blockbuster-type movie. You have to, if you want to have that one line that everybody remembers, like, think of your favorite movie in that one line, like, yippee ki mm. you know what I mean? You only have one of those you can't have a dozen of them in the movie, and that's another mistake Halloween made. They have five or six at least what they believe to be iconic lines in there, and you're like, no. Is this Jason or Freddy? Jason. Freddy's the guy who appears in your dreams. Jason's the boogeyman. You can't kill the guy. Mm. Just dumb. I will give you this tip as well. If you want... Or I could save you the trip. If you want to wait, uh, if you go to Halloween, wait until the credits are over. There is an additional aspect of the movie that follows the mm. credits, but the credits take forever. And it's not much of an addition. <laughs> okay. Well, that'll be that. That's I'm, my I'm not movie going. review. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going, so... I would down, I, not download. I would wait for it to hit the uh, TV market, which will be in about uh, forty-eight hours. Yeah, <laughs> and no, then just it won't watch be, it because then. there's 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 so many it's so many folks out there that love stuff like that that'll go to Michael it. Myers. There you go. Yeah, he's uh, Michael Myers is the guy. And what did you say, Freddie or Jason? Oh yeah, neither. It's Michael Myers. That's Thank his you. name, Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, he murdered his sister on Halloween night fifty years. Okay, ago. then what, should, what 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 movie's Jason from? Isn't Jason a bad guy somewhere? Yeah, get Isn't them all Freddy confused. A well, Freddy, Freddy is the guy right with the hat that appears when you go to sleep. Jason. Who's the Friday the Thirteenth guy? That's Jason was Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Anyway. Freddy Krueger is yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. Mm. Okay, what about all the Friday the 13th movies? Well, anytime any movie... Who's the one that wears the hockey mask? Oh, please. <laughs> right? So? Michael Myers wears a Halloween mask. Freddy Krueger wears a hat. So Jason must wear the hockey mask. I'm getting them all confused. Anytime a movie has a number beyond... <sighs> You know, when they start getting in double digits, mm. that's when you kind of figure they've probably <laughs> beaten the horse to death. It's Friday the 13th. 13th edition. Like, it'll be special because it's the You 13th. know what I think is more interesting than <laughs> scary movies like that mm. or slasher Suspense. slasher ones is things like that, uh, the Bruce Willis one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What was Creepy. That? The the um, six cents. Six cents. Yeah. To me, that one scared scared me, but not in a gross way. But scared me and went. Oh. Think about the line uh, from the movie. The calls are coming from your house. That a line like that. Yeah. Where you go, I'll never forget that. Mm -hmm. line. I'll never forget that moment. Right. Halloween tries to put about ten of those in this one. Yeah, and it's just like okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you ever watch the original, like the? Carrie and Exorcist. 
Yes, that was the scariest movie I ever saw. The Exorcist. Exorcist? Yeah. Still, I don't still have. I was going to say still have nightmares. I still think about it. Um, but if you want to get over the initial fear or, or you know, residual fear of watching The Exorcist, just watch one of the sequels, and then it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> actually this is boring. So Exorcist, Carrie, uh, I mean, I've seen parts of it. Carrie was a, a good film, yeah, scary wise. That was the pig's blood at the prom, right? Yeah, uh, they're in. Uh, it's sort of you, listen. Movies these days remind me of the Eskimos. <laughs> <laughs> they're in a rush. They're in a rush to pass the ball. Like, let's not run it at all. Let's just pass the ball. We'll try twice and then pass the ball. That's what horror movies are like now. It's like, well, we'll we'll give you four minutes of nothing happening, and then we'll cut somebody's head off. Like, no, no. The suspense is where the 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 scary lies. That's where you don't know. Where all movie long, you never see the villain, or you you're not really sure who the villain is, or. You're not sure, right? Did you see the Blair Witch Project? Yes. And? Well, that's been a while now. I, I liked it. Did you like it, but was it suspenseful? Was it scary because it would, the way it was shot by the, the up close of the well, kids? Yes, it was groundbreaking. It's a, it's a shame and, and that the producers of the movie were not able to keep it a secret, but you know they weren't going to be able to, that this was not real. Because those who were fortunate enough to see it when it first opened questioned whether or not that, mm. did this really happen because mm-hmm. of the way they shot it. It was very groundbreaking that way. But despite the fact that when I went to see it, I knew that it was just a movie. Um, the final scene, yeah, I just, oh my goodness. Really? Oh, absolutely. And and think again about that. The Blair Witch Project, you never saw the Blair Witch. You, 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 that, she's the villain. But you never saw her. But you don't need to see her. It was so scary because you didn't see her. So you weren't sure who she was or if she existed or who was what doing it this. Was. That's what made it, made it scary. That final scene where they're down in the basement and he's looking around, or she, he, she, she is shining her flashlight around to try and figure out what's going on and having heard the story of what the witch used to do, mm. and that was an hour earlier in the movie, but it had resonated with you. You remembered it, right? And then there's that guy standing in the corner looking away, and you remembered that that's what the Blair Witch used to make her victims do. And it and and it's a brief flash, you know, for one half of a second, you see him in the corner, and it's the scariest thing ever. And then compare that to... Grabbing a chainsaw, cutting people apart. Mm-hmm, like, no, come mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. Takes no imagination whatsoever. The one scene in the trailer where they drop the bloodied teeth over the uh, the, the top of a, like the stall in the bathroom, that to me was a little scary, gross, but again. Wait a minute, what movie are we talking Halloween. about now? Back yeah, to Halloween. How'd you know that? Because it was in the trailer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's kind of scary. Well, it's never good when this happens, but just prior to the scene you're referring to, there's a scene which is meant to be quite scary. And, and maybe it's just Carol and I, and possibly it was the spiced rum. But we laughed right <laughs> out loud, like just laughed yeah. right out loud. I, I don't get people who like scary movies, and good on you. I know there's a lot of you out there that absolutely love them. You love that adrenaline, that jump, that whatever. Uh-uh. No, thank you. You want to see the worst? Nope suspenseful movie ever. Mm. I'll have to Google to make sure I'm getting the title right. I think it's called Rest Stop. Mm. And it has one of the dumbest, funniest, unfunny, intentionally scary scene in which a guy's lying on the floor 
He's been well in a rest stop. Yeah, that is yeah. scary. Well, exactly. He's lying on the floor. The woman, the the heroine, she's over top of him. He's injured badly. I think he's been burned and beaten. I can't remember. There's somebody trying to get into the washroom to kill them both, and she has a gun with two bullets. That's it. And he looks at her and begs her, take my life, which would leave her with only one bullet, which means she has to be accurate if Mm -hmm. the guy breaks in. She hesitates. She turns. She puts the gun and points it towards him. She's practically sitting on top of him at the time, points at his head, and he says, do it. Do it. We then pan up to her. She looks away. She pulls the trigger and bang! And there's silence. And then you hear the guy on the floor, you missed. (laughs) What? 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 (laughs) Dumbest scene ever. You missed. How did they not laugh when they filmed that scene? How did nobody go, you know, that might not play like we think Uh, it's going to play. You missed. Ranks right up there with haunted houses. (laughs) Sorry. Ooh, stick your hand in this jar of Ooh, this bowl of cold spaghetti. <laughs> it's really in brain mush. Oh, uh, come on. Hmm. Don't like it. So this is the one that uh, people are passing out at and are having trouble sleeping. I heard about it the other day and a listener texted it in. It's a Netflix's new horror series. It's called The Haunting of House. No, The Haunting of Hill House. They're saying it's so terrifying that audiences are sharing how they're vomiting, passing out, and they're too afraid to fall asleep after it. Stephen King just gave uh, the show his seal of approval. So it has to be pretty creepy, says this article. It's based on the 1959 novel of the same name by Shirley Jackson and it follows uh, five siblings who confront terrifying memories from their childhood home called Hill House. It's a series or a movie? It's a series. Oh really? Yeah horror television series. Mm. Um I'll add that to the list. Stephen King says about it, I don't usually care for this kind of revisionism but this is great close to the work of a genius really. Um yeah, the haunting of the house, the haunting of Hill House is earning rave reviews. Uh, Nine point one of ten rank on IMBD, ninety uh, percent uh, rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and they're saying it's not for young children. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the haunting of ha- the this show, brilliant but terrifying. I'll never sleep again. Uh, it's past nine o'clock. I'll have to sleep with the lights on. I still have issues getting to sleep at night. I usually don't watch horror, but 10 out of 10 for the emotional roller coaster. And it goes on and on and on. So you can put that on your list, Andrew Gross. Wait a second. Is that... I just saw a picture. That's not got the guy in it from The Office, does it? I don't know. I just saw, you know... Uh, oh, I think that was just a meme. Okay, okay, okay. All right. All right, well, I'll give it a try. The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Hmm. Good to know. Someone says, I watched a series. It's not that bad. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, good times. Oh, Suspense, okay. Scary, not. Okay, well, good to know. We found out a little bit more about uh, you. I guess we don't have time to talk to at length about Edmonton well, and Canada Well, Post I'm not and, sure how much there is to talk yeah. at length about. Uh, Edmonton is one of several cities being impacted by Canada Post's rotating strikes. The job action comes, as you know, after the Crown Corporation and the union representing 50,000 of its employees unable to reach a deal before today's strike deadline. 
So, yeah, apparently it's it's things will get back at it uh, uh, afterwards. The president of the Edmonton chapter of the Canadian Union of Postal Workers joined uh, 630 Cheds. Ryan Jesperson show this morning. Nancy Doddsworth uh, says these are the issues that workers are dealing with. Okay, so right now we're dealing with the fact that we have uh, routes that are, are too long for our letter carriers. We've got um, suburban mail carriers and, and rural mail carriers. That the parcel volumes are increasing daily because that's where our business is coming hugely with Canada Post. They're out there delivering until, until all hours. There's forced overtime um, in the mail processing plants. We don't have enough staffing. Hmm. Dodworth uh, says there's two deals needed, one for urban letter carriers, another for rural letter carriers. We have urban letter carriers and, and workers that are working at um, uh, an hourly wage, but we have our rural carriers that are, a lot of them are on piecework and they are they have a set uh, set amount that they are paid for their route. So anything that they work over and above, extra hours, they don't get paid. So what we're looking for is we want to be, bring equality into that and have all hours work, all hours paid. And talking about pay, this is what they're looking at uh, for the current pay scale. I believe the starting wage is just over $19 an hour. And that is where that person will stay while they are a temporary worker. They don't. It doesn't matter if you work in as, as two months, 15 years, you will stay at $19 an hour. And would that be that individual's choice, or is that just that they'd be stuck in that role? If there is no place for them to promote or move forward, that, that's where they will start. And okay. that is where their wage will start building from if and when they are ever have a chance to become permanent. And what's the wage top out? What's the ceiling for a, for a full-time you know, union worker? Um, if you're talking about a letter carrier, it's approximately $25 an hour. Hmm. Federal label, a uh, label. Federal Labor Minister Patty Haidu says she is monitoring the situation. Mm-hmm. Edmonton will have uh, mail delivery and pickup service available tomorrow. <laughs> we'll go, and of course, I'm still waiting for this uh, registered letter. Yeah, it still hasn't shown up. No, no, no. Nor has it been updated since Friday. Oh, good luck. Some of your texts coming in from Red Deer. This is Waxman says uh, at home mail delivery thing is such a crock. I get more flyers from those guys than I do mail. Uh, uh, that's what the kids are supposed to be delivering Wednesday and Fridays. What a joke they are. Uh, and this one, as a union worker who hates the idea of a union, I say fire them all. Yeah, like I say, Canada Post is a profitable uh, enterprise. It made $144 million. It's not a big dollars, profit. But that's not a huge profit for a corporation that size. And they, I know that they are leaning more towards parcel delivery now. And, of course, they're the people who... They're the people in your neighborhood who bring you marijuana, and that's going to help them uh, with the revenues. But as far as actual mail delivery goes, I agree with these people. It's rare that I'm waiting for something by mail. It's real estate agents and fast food flyers. And really, you know, it's funny because we used to get mail delivery. I'm old enough to remember twice a day. And now... Really? Twice yeah, a day? twice a day. And uh, when I lived in Halifax, now... I, I, we literally forget to check, do check the mailbox. Like, how often do you go to the super box? About once to twice a week. Yeah. And there's, unless we're specifically waiting for something and then we'll check for it. But otherwise we don't. And a lot of times, and you know, I'm going to upset postal workers here. I, I sort the mail in my mailbox while I stand there and I, 
put the flyers and everything back in the mailbox because they're just either going to go yeah. there or back to my and, house and to recycle. And I recycling. think they say not to do that. They yeah. say actually leave a note that you don't want any of the flyers. Done it. Yeah, we've and left a note inside it. the box. We yeah. still get them. Yeah. And 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 this is one of those weird things. And then it came up at Christmas last year or two years ago. There was a note from my postal carrier thanking me for and everyone else in there and I don't know it was like they were looking for a tip like a bit of a handout there really like a like a tip and yeah. I was like I I don't know I think maybe at one point in your life there was probably a time when postal workers did yeah, get tipped absolutely at Christmas here's your card well I when they, they brought it to your, your house, house right my mom always tipped yeah but do you do it anymore? I don't, I don't even know who that person is out there anymore. No, and nor do she I. She got mad at me once when I tried to get in there while she was sorting. I was like, I yeah, they don't like stuff. that. No, get out of the way. It's like walking up to a drive-thru. They don't like that at all. <laughs> uh, we have different people on our roof from time to time. But I, I, and as I mentioned on Friday, and I know this to be true, that they won't replace an absent employee for three days. So we often don't get mail delivery for three days. And the, the last carrier, two carriers ago that we had, they were habitually missing work. So we wouldn't even get mail for three days at a time. So we didn't care, you know? So I'd like oh, to say- Oh, but there was nothing in there that you really Yeah, we got in the habit anyway. of checking it once a week because of that. So they have only themselves just, to blame. Well, and, and and this is the thing. Whenever you have a you know job action of any kind, and unless it's really really an essential, deemed essential, and for some, yes, it might be, mm-hmm. but others are probably like, yeah, oh well. Yeah. The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.